Welcome one stop Russian shopping. You have problem with rats? This shop not for you. No, I'm fine with rats. Fairy vermin kind you kill. Loose lip kind you can work with. Which kind are you? You threaten me? I never said that. I just asked what kind of rat you are. You want to know something? A man came this way a while ago wearing a suit a lot like this one. Sort of time traveler, you might say. I have no idea what you talk about. Really? I know nothing for you. Nice little kitty you got here. Leave Putin alone. I'm just petting him relax. Her! She is female, Putin. Sure. Why not? So, you like cats, huh? It's hard to find kitties since stupid idiot kings say he don't like. Sure does seem like a strange rule, doesn't it? Why would anyone hate cats that much? He says dangerous, scratchy assholes. I think he just pussy hate them. Some people are just dog people, I guess. That too, sure. You want more? You can get kittens? I can get you anything you want. Tiger cub? How many? In a world on the edge of reality, where dimensions collide and eldritch horrors make down payments on beachfront property, where the rules of space and time are merely scrawled on bathroom walls by scientists looking for some nookie, on a cliff of an unending crevasse filled with colors never before seen by the human eye sits the post-apocalyptic metal treehouse. Come on in. Was that supposed to be there? I don't know, Robin. I don't know. Could've been there, could've been there. Okay, one, two, Cunt! Does it look right? Shit, here he comes. Quickly, Robbie, hide the tools. Well, that was a good little learner. Right, you ready to do episode three? Yes, episode three. This definitely isn't episode four. We didn't do an episode without you with dangerous, far-reaching consequences for the fabric of time and space across multiple realities. Well, yeah, obviously. Ready? Ready. Uh, yes, yes. I'm ready. How about you, Robbie? <laughs> well, then we're all ready. Ha! You're gonna do the intro? The what? Oh, uh, yes, um, welcome to post-apocalyptic metal treehouse. I am your host, King Leopold Bucket the Fourth, the bucket-wearing king with the bucket-shaped bling. Are you alright? You're sweating. Uh, it's the Rona. Yes, that's right, I have the Rona. We have to stop now, I have to isolate. What a shame, oh dear, we won't be able to do a show this with drat and blast. No, we should be alright. It doesn't affect gill-breathers like myself, and Robbie can't get it because he doesn't have an head. Oh, yes, I, uh, I forgot. Well then, uh, I guess without further ado, let's uh, switch on the scrying orb, sacrifice a goat to the mighty Dagon, <laughs> and then cross our fucking fingers. Okay, here we go then. Hang on a sec, it's not starting up for some reason. I'll, I'll have a little gander around the back. I hope not. Remember, not a word, even if it does explode, okay? We need a complete wall of denial, or he'll fuck us both up. Right, Robbie? Oh, here's a problem, yeah. Ready when you are. Really? Well, yeah. 
No sudden alarms or fires. No, why would they be? Nothing. Well, Robbie, first victim, please. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just as surprised as you are, Robbie. Hello, police non-emergency line. What can I help you with? Hello, Arthur Mulberry here, calling from 17 Middlebowl Crescent. Just a quick question about the legalities of a situation I find myself in. Okay, Arthur, what can I help you with? Alright, so basically I'm sitting here minding my own business and this man comes into my house. So I cut a bit of his leg off. Now, what do I need to do? You did what? Chopped his leg off. His whole leg? Uh, uh no, just a little bit. How much is a little? A foot at most. You chopped his foot off. Oh, no, 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 no. I chopped a foot off his leg off. Though I suppose that did include a foot. You're serious? Well, I wouldn't have called you otherwise, would I? Okay, so I have to ask, what condition is the man in at the moment? Well, he's definitely looking a little peaky. Peaky? Yes, white as a sheet. He stopped talking a while ago, just keeps staring at my wife. He's making her feel very uncomfortable. Does he appear to be breathing? Not a jot. Very odd behaviour. It sounds like he may be dead. Well, that's a bit of an overreaction, isn't it? I'm just telling you what I think has happened. Not you. I'm talking to him. All I did was cut your leg off, mate. You don't have to take it so seriously. Honestly, he comes in here and just starts bleeding profusely all over my house and moaning, and then he has the cheek to die on my floor. Honestly, if you can't take having half a leg gone, I weep for our country's future. I really do. I thought you said you only cut a foot off. Well, just from the knee down, you know, to make sure he couldn't go anywhere. That's not how you detain someone, Arthur. Well, I don't know, do I? You're the professional here. How would you have cut two foot of someone's leg off? You said it was only one foot before. Are you sure that's all you cut off, Arthur? Well, maybe a bit more. For fuck's sake, Arthur! Why are you getting angry at me? Because you killed someone! He was on my property. Did he break in? No, I invited him. You you invited... Was he refusing to leave or becoming dangerous? Anything? No, I just chopped them off. Arthur? You said before you only cut one leg off. But you just said them. Them is plural. Ah, yes. Caught me out there. I actually cut them both off. You cut them both off? Indeed. Why? I just did. Right at the hip. Did he at least have a weapon? No. I did, though. Otherwise, how would I have got his legs off? Right. Let me get this straight. You killed a man by committing grievous bodily harm, removing two of his legs and letting him bleed to death. He was unarmed. You invited him in. He wasn't aggressive or refusing to leave, and you assaulted him seemingly without reason. That about sums it up. Do I sue his family for damages to my property or something? We are going to need a new carpet after all. I'm surprised I have to tell you this, Arthur, but legally you are at fault. Really? Yeah, that's murder, Arthur. Oh, don't be ridiculous. I'm not, Arthur. You intentionally killed someone. That is the definition of murder. It is? Yes. Yes, it is. Well, I have to say, I'm tremendously disappointed in your response today. At this stage, the police don't really care what you think, Arthur. The bloody cheek! Look, this man came into my house and spilled blood all over my pure wool rug. I deserve compensation. I have already sent a lot of officers to your house. You have? Why? Well, because they have to arrest you. No, they don't. Because you murdered someone, Arthur. I don't see it that way, and I don't think the courts will either. Besides, it's no one else's business. Well, the police are on their way anyway. No one even liked the man. That's not the point, Arthur. 
It's illegal to kill people in the UK. That's just a general rule, is it? Yes, Arthur. No wiggle room there? Not really, no. Oh. Right then, what should I do? Stay there and wait to get arrested. Why should I do something stupid like that? What else can I do? You could run or fight. That one. Which one? Fight. Well, the officers are quite heavily armed. Oh, they are? Shit. Well, uh, I guess I'll have to run then. I guess so. Do I have time for a cuppa? They're already outside. Okay then, sorry to dash off. Speak to you later. I doubt it. Hello, police non-emergency line. What can I help you with? Is this seat taken, boy? I'm 37. Oh, please don't take that as an offence, boy. I, I only meant to open with a declaration of familiarity. I didn't mean to patronise. It's just me being such a sailor. I don't get many opportunities to make friends. That ain't sailors, mate. That's just you. Ah, mate. And so the bond begins to develop. Do you sail, boy? Mate, we're in fucking stains. No one here sails, yeah? Oh, how I do love the crispiness of the sails. Crispy? The gooiness of the waves. What are you sailing on, bro? The giant sexy mosquitoes. I don't even know what to say on that. Oh, yes. What a wonderful place the oceans is, boy. You're really going to have to stop calling me boy, mate. I'm serious. I don't like it. Yes, yes, of course. But I'm more than just a sailor, though. Really? Oh, yes. I'm a very avid person. That's not a thing. Yes, indeed. I'm so avidly personish in areas that aren't to do with sailing that I have made orgasms with people. That's not how you say that. Ah, doing sex with the peoples. Feels fantastic. Like dipping your genitals into a cheese grater, yes? I don't think you're right, to be honest. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, yes. Plenty of other things I've done, too. Like the drugs. I can believe that. Have you ever done any of the drugs? Don't they make you feel good? Clearly yours don't. Don't the drugs give you the munchies, though? Some do. And the drugs end up round your nose when you inject them. Not the same one. Do you do any of the drugs? None of your business. Aren't they the goods? Aren't they wholesome? What excellent family entertainment the drugs are. I do love it when the drugs happen to me. Okay, now I think you're not on drugs, but they were prescribed. And then you have to go to the asylum for penis worship. That, I believe, happened to you. I'm such a person. I'm not sure you are, bruv. What? But I'm so unbelievably person-like. Nah, mate, you're fucking weird. Well, I must say, I feel remarkably sad now. I had thought that our friendly times had blossomed over the voracious love of the squalid ocean breeze, the enjoyment of satisfyingly sharp genitals, and, of course, the drugs. See, all of that is fucking weird, bruv. But what of the kinship we had, boy? I said don't call me boy. But why not, boy? It's emasculating. Makes it sound like you think you're better than me, bruv. Oh, boy. Boy, boy. I am better than you. I'm a person. That is fucking it, bruv. Ah! What the fuck, man? What are you doing to my hand? I'm personifying it. Fucking hell, what are you doing to I'm me? I'm such a person. Ah, ah, stop, please. Don't you want to be just, a okay, person stop. too? I am a person, just please stop, yeah? You no, don't please look stop. like any person I know, but you will very soon. What is happening? 
you're becoming a person. Such an avid person. Hello there. Hello there. Well, how wonderful it is to meet another person. I was just about to say the same thing myself. Is anyone sitting here? No, not at all. Please, sit down. Oh, thank God. I need to get this stone out my shoe. I've been pushing this pram around all day. Is that another little person? Not yet, but it will be. Are you two twins or something? You look you look quite similar. Oh, no. No, no. We're just people. Sailors and avid people. I don't know what that means, but it's nice to have a hobby, ain't it? Tell me, girlie, do you like the invigorating, acidic burning of fresh ocean spray upon your cold, cold flesh? What? You get off me! Get off me! Get off me or I will chop your bloody legs off! You can't do this to me! Get off! Get... Get your bloody hands off me or I'll chop them off at the damn ankles, you swine! Mr. Mulberry, you cannot attack the bailiff. And why the bloody hell not? You saw him put his damn hands on me. I can kill a man for walking into my house, but I can't cut a man's knees off for roughly grabbing me. What bloody law school did you go to? Sesame damn street. The point, Mr. Mulberry, is that you cannot kill someone for no reason at all, or indeed for any reason. Well, that's just bloody ridiculous. You're telling me I can't kill a rapist, or a murderer, or someone who coughs on a salad bar? No, Mr Mulberry, not in the United Kingdom. Well, then you may as well take me in now, because I'm not apologising for Pizza Hut again. If it pleases the court, I would like to present my surprise witness, Mrs Agatha Mulberry. Proceed. Agatha? You... I said order, Mr. Mulberry. Don't get me started on you, wig boy. Oh, don't be so rude, Arthur. Stick it up your bottom. That is enough, Mr. Mulberry, or I will have you escorted from this chamber. Bloody preposterous. Mr. Barrow, you may continue. Thank you, my lord. Um, ma'am, you are Mrs. Agatha Roberta Mulberry, correct? That is correct. Won't be a missus for long with this bloody attitude. Be quiet, Mr Mulberry! Fine! And could you please tell us what happened on the 19th of September at your residence at the time of 3.45pm? Absolutely. I'd just finished the washing up and I was about to move on to the hoovering when all of a sudden I heard Arthur answering the door. And who, may I ask, was at the door? It was Liam Bensworth. He lived a few doors down. And then what happened? He got what's coming to him, that's what. Oh, Arthur, you can't be saying that. Did you know that Mr Bensworth was coming over? Oh, yes, Arthur had said a few times he was going to invite him. And did your husband suggest he was going to murder Mr Bensworth? Oh, no, never. Oh. No, he outright said it. Oh. Said that a man can't be allowed to own a bright yellow car and get away with it. Said he'd cut his bloody legs off so he couldn't drive it about the place hither and yon anymore. Hither and bloody yon. Order! So you're saying your husband killed Mr Bensworth because his car was yellow? Oh, yes. He kept saying a man with a yellow car can't be trusted. Prove me wrong. Go on. You can't. Quiet, Mr Mulberry! And then he killed Mr Bensworth. That he did. I kept telling him it was illegal, but he wouldn't listen. You bloody didn't. He's always getting things I tell him. No, I'm bloody not. My mind is a steel trap. You forgot the mushrooms when you went to the shop. 
I have never once forgotten a mushroom in my life. Oh, you did, Arthur. Oh, I guess I suffer from fungal Alzheimer's. You didn't say a damn thing about the mushrooms, and you certainly didn't say a blasted thing about sodding murder. Sorry to use such bad language, but I am very cross. Mr. Mulberry, you are 46 years old. You should not need your wife to tell you that murder is against the law. Well, how can I be expected to know all these things? I work hard, I put money on the table and pay my taxes. Why the bloody hell shouldn't I kill someone if I damn well choose to? It is illegal, Mr. Mulberry. I'm allowed to destroy my own property, am I not? My own TV, my own bed, my own gardener, correct? Oh, you didn't kill the gardener. Too, did you, Arthur? Well, if someone messes up my sunflowers, what the hell else am I to do, Agatha? Please tell. Oh, well, I did think the onions were doing rather well this year. You're bloody welcome. You are clearly a dangerous man, Mr Mulberry. What happens on my property is my business, and as soon as someone stands on my property, they become my property too. I know the law. My brother worked at a solicitor's. He worked as a window cleaner, Arthur, and he lost half of his brain function in that canal accident. I don't see how that affects his legal counsel. Mr Mulberry, I am forced to send this through to the jury, though I am sure they will end up agreeing with me that you are a dangerous man with an attraction to violence and aggression. You clearly have no interest in following laws or even finding out what they are. You have admitted in this court to three separate Disagreements? No, let's be clear here, Mr Mulberry. These were murders. You cannot go around killing people and expect to get away with it. Well, we are just going to have to agree to disagree. That is not how a court works, Mr Mulberry. I'll be having a bloody disagreement with you in a minute. You are threatening a judge, Mr Mulberry. I hope you realise the gravity of what you are saying. You're threatening to imprison me, against my will. And I can't defend myself. This is bloody preposterous. Mr Mulberry, I will have you escorted from this chamber and barred from returning if you continue like this. Your verdict will be read to your lawyer without your being present. Am I understood? If I can't hear it, then it didn't happen. Mr Mulberry, we do not run by playground laws in British courts. Fine then, pics or didn't happen. We are not allowed to take photographs or recordings in British courtrooms, Mr Mulberry. This is another law. Well then, score one Mulberry, I think. Fuck's sake, court dismissed! Okay, Louis, we gotta hit the dog food factory at 8 o'clock on the dot. In and out in 30 minutes, this plan has to go off without a hitch. Yeah, don't worry, boss. I know what I'm doing. I don't care if you know what you're doing. I need your guys to know what they're doing. Okay, okay, boss. I don't want any fuck-ups, Louis. Now, this is a multi-stage plan, and stage one is getting through that big-ass door. So which explosives guy did you get? Tommy the Bomb? Nah. Teddy Boombox? Nope. Well, then who the fuck did you get, Louis? Fucking eight ball? Nah. I got Jimmy the Foot. Who the fuck is Jimmy the Foot? I am. Jesus, where the fuck did you get a shoe that big? Off the back of a truck, he's asking. No, I mean it's the size of a doghouse. Anyone ever try and chew on that thing? Chew on it? First thing that came to mind, don't worry about it. Louis, what are you doing hiring freaks for a job like this? You said you wanted a way to get through the door to the factory. Well, Jimmy here kicked the gate to San Quentin open when we had the spring tight mouth Tony. Wait, for real? You knocked down a steel gate with your mutant foot? Damn right I did. And it ain't mutant. It's blessed by God. Blessed by God isn't a shoe size bigger than King Kong's uncle. It's a dick to go with it. You're just a freak, buddy. You think I'm a freak? 
You should see Danny the Small Fingers. Danny the fucking what? Me and Danny. Danny the Small Fingers. Nice to meet you. Danny is going to be opening the safe for us once we're inside. Finest locksmith on the East Coast. I see. Glad you hired me, sir. I've been needing work, see. My legitimate business all but dried up after my legal troubles. Turns out you can't be groping people no more. Even if your fingers are so small they can't feel it. Well, don't worry, you'll you'll get paid. Well, shake on it. Nah, I'm good. Can't call it a deal without a handshake. Touch me with those creepy fucking things again and I'll bite them off and use them as a chew toy. Your hands look like they're from a child's drawing of a fucking Babadook. They're good for locks. I can get my fingers deep in there. See, this is the image I don't want. I don't want your hands deep in anything anywhere near me, alright? Just make sure you can open the safe and stay the fuck away from me with those spider monkey claws you call mitts, eh? Sorry. We got any other freaks on this job, Louie? Well, there's... There's Billy the Nose. Billy the Nose? Who the fuck is Billy the Nose? I'm Billy the Nose. I can barely see the fucking thing. Yeah, his name's ironical, like. And why are we bringing this guy along then, Louie? His nose special or something's gonna smell something out that I can't? I'm the best getaway driver in town. So you're looking like Michael Jackson ran out of nose putty is just a coincidence. Hey, you. I'm paying you, I can say what I like, Voldemort. What are you gonna do about it, Cry? I'm gonna report this whole operation unless I get 30%. That's what I'm gonna do. I see. Louie? You got it, boss. Okay, who's the second best driver in town then, huh? Well, there's always Tommy the testicle. Yo, Tommy! Please tell me that one's ironical too. Nah, it ain't. He's got a problem. What's up, boss? You need some? Oh, Jesus! Ah, man! Ah, you shouldn't have let it get that far. Are you holding it up with bungee cords? Yeah? My man, you should be seeing a doctor not pulling a heist. Louie, what the hell is going on? Did you meet these guys at Clown College? Oh, you know about Mickey the Clown? What the fuck is this for? Well, you said you wanted a distraction. No! No, goddammit, Louie! No! We're supposed to hire a good team. Professionals. And you end up hiring the fucking Looney Tunes. And I can't be having mishaps or shenanigans here, Louie. This is serious business, alright? We need this shit to go smooth and easy like a bowl of water with your kibble. Don't you guys understand? We get one shot at this shipment... And then it gets processed, and we lose our chances! Now, does everyone understand the plan? Anything I need to enlighten you about? Speak up now, because if you ask me later, you're gonna end up like Billy the fucking holes over here! Well, there's one thing I don't get, boss. Jesus Christ, what, Louie? Why are we robbing Pedigree Chum? What? Well, what's in the bags, you know? We ain't just doing this for dog food, right? What's up with this factory at the front for something? That's for me to know, and you to find out, alright? Well, I just thought if we know, then... Leave it alone, Louie! What are you, a sniffer dog? I'm a squeaky toy or something? Throw me a goddamn bone here, alright? You wanna smell my ass and see if I'm lying? What, boss? Nothing. You've been saying a lot of weird dog-related stuff, boss. Yeah, kennels, kibble, squeaky toys, what gives? It's nothing. I just, you focus on the job and leave my personal life to me, alright? Well, okay, okay, Richie the Secret Lear Dog in a coat. Yeah, thank you. Welcome to your prayer meditation course, okay?
During this course, we will teach you how to increase your sense of self-worth and empower your own possibilities to manifest your hopes and dreams, okay? This first stage of the course will focus on breathing and mantras, right? So take the position of a straight-up mac-ass soldier of enlightenment and self-discovernment, okay? Now making sure to have your legs crossed however you feel most comfortable but in lotus position if possible, okay? Take in three deep breaths. First, breathe in the energy of your fellow bros around you, accepting their sincere prayer love, okay? Then exhale, leaving behind the material world, alright? Then inhale the love of Gaia, the Earth Mother, who will always be there for your earthly body. You with me? And exhale the fear of your corporeal form, entrusting it to her greatness and her bodacious budonkage. Alright? Then finally, inhale the cosmic energy of the universe. Visualize the light and power entering your form and the way that gets you most stoked, alright? And then exhale the energy of your body to allow it to fully merge with the life force of the universe, okay? Now, repeat your mantra after me. I am freaking sweet. I am a super fine piece of man-ass. I am a super cool bro to all my fellow bros. I can bench my own insecurities on a burn set. I can drink my failures under the table and still drive. I can dominate my inner demons. I can truck pull my shortcomings. I am freaking wrapped in both mind and body. Fuck yeah. I am hardcore actualized by my metaphysical self. I am spiritually spotted by my self-actualized prayers. I am emotionally massaged by Mother Earth. Fuck yes, bro. I am super sweet. Fuck yes. Yeah. Fucking yeah, bro. Woo. Now hold it right there. Bathe in your own sweet ass spirituality. Indulge in your own self-actualized bro self. Breathe in deep and hold it. Hold in all the bro and spiritual enlightenment. And exhale, okay? Slowly bring yourself back down, alright? Let go of the ethereal, you got me? Enter once again into the physical, okay? Acknowledge that you're still both sweet and awesome, alright? Understand that you are always still on the metaphysical plane, okay? Comprehend that your spirit does not end where your outside world begins. Yeah. Okay, good. Ha <laughs> right. Now you are a truly self-actualized bro. You are now free to go onto an internet forum or, you know, onto a YouTube video and declare yourself an empath. This is both your right 
and your duty to lead others to the light of how utterly sweet and rad you are, and they should be. Next week, I guide you through a meditation on how money is the root of all evil and how to avoid it for a one-time nominal fee. Thanks for watching Brain Meditation, and now for a quick message from our sponsors. Are you tired of being fucked over by the police just because you're an hard case criminal? Sick of being arrested and not having the bail to get out of jail? I'm Ronnie Fungus, and like many of you crooks, I found myself in custody with no one to bail me out. I couldn't even flee to the Bahamas. I spent years behind bars unnecessarily, which gave me time to think. Should I renounce my life of crime? Go straight and start a respectable business? Of course not, you mug! Instead, I created BailMeOut.com. Simply install the app on your phone and we'll pay your way out of jail. I used BailMeOut.com because I dubbed in all my mates to the police to get a bigger return on my weed. I never thought I'd get out of jail, but luckily, because I had my smartphone hit up my ass, I could just use BailMeOut.com. All it took was one click. Well, that and some soap to get it out. All it takes to set up is your address, phone number and free bits of personal information we can use against you as leverage. And it's not just for hardened career criminals neither. I was retained on a charge of sexual assault. My Fortune 500 company never would have survived the media fallout if I had to serve time, so I used bailmeout.com. Not only was I able to flee to Russia, where authorities have no jurisdiction, but now I'm friends with Vladimir Putin and can do basically anything I want. Bailmeout.com also offers a loan scheme where you don't have to pay till you're out of jail. Simply split the tape 50-50 and no more questions asked. But if your crime doesn't have any monetary value, we can still take payments another way. So I chopped this man's legs off and the police wanted to arrest me. I thought I'm not having this, so I called BailMeOut.com. They offered me a great deal in which they bail me out for all of my property. And you know what? It may annoy the wife, but she shouldn't have grasped me up to that barrister, the two-faced cow. No matter what your crime, BailMeOut.com has a competitive plan to get you out of jail and back into crime. Either call us on 0800 Bail Me Out or simply download the app. BailMeOut.com holds no responsibility for criminals being released. BailMeOut.com is owned by Fungus Legal Services. Any inability to pay may result in broken limbs and or death. Any property received by BailMeOut.com is the sole property of Ronnie Fungus regardless of legal status. So remember, if you're a jail-based con, BailMeOut.com. Well, that was a thankfully uneventful episode of Post-Apocalyptic Metal Treehouse. There's nothing left to say except thank you for joining us and see you next time when I once again get away scot-free from every situation I land myself in. Well, that was poorly timed. Why the bloody hell is it doing that then? Hang on, give me a second, I'll have a look around the back. Remember, Robbie, complete wall of denial, understood? Eldritch Who the bloody Sparks. hell touched my scrying orb? And what the fuck happened to this goat? Robbie blew up the scrying orb. It was all his fault, Eldritch I swear. I didn't know what to do. He was acting like a man possessed. And he said you smelled like bad seafood. 
Oh, we did, did he, Robbie? Interesting. Robbie, you'd sell me out that quickly. What did I ever do to you? Judas. I knew this was you. Well, technically, David did it. David? That that incompetent little fuckboy touched my orbs. Now, calm down. I told Robbie you wouldn't like it, but... Don't bullshit me. I know this was you. Well, I didn't want to seem unprofessional, and then when David fell into the portal, I... He fell in? Did you get him out at least? Well, no. He atomized. No wonder I can't turn a fucking thing off. David's body is spaghettified throughout infinite realities, forcing all the dimensions open to each other. What does that mean for the show? Well, sketches will probably get a bit weirder. Excellent. And what about David? Imagine your mind stretched across the fabric of infinite cosmoses, fractured into pieces so small, all of them are doomed to know everything and nothing at the same time. A permanent existence of unknowable thought. That doesn't sound very pleasant. Well, it's fucking lovely, to be honest, like taking MDMA in a bath. Oh! But we're fucked! Oh. Category 9, Eldritch Creature, Because of that. Yes! Oh. Well, it doesn't look much like a Category 9. Is it safe to open my eyes? Is it going to eat me? It's just an old bloke in a captain's hat and a glowing jumpsuit. Well, hello there, boy. I'm not quite sure how I ended up here. I do hope I'm not intruding. Ridley Crunch is the name. Sailor and avid person. That's not a thing. Oh, so you're a time traveller too. He's a what? But suit. The other two time travellers last week were wearing them. What time travellers? It was all Robbie's fault, wasn't it, Robbie? Ah, to Robbie. You have no idea what you've done, do you? Created a story arc. Excuse me... Is this a person? It's a rotting goat carcass. Is that a no? That would indeed be a no. Ah! Wonderful. Oh, that's strange. Why do you have a mouth in your... Oh, dear God! Fuck me! I thought you said the goat was dead! It was! All it needs is a bit of personification. Hello? Hello! I'm such a person. Me too. Are they people yet? Not yet, but they will be. Oh yeah, no, that is definitely a Category 9. Run away! Why do I smell so wonderful? That will be the putrefaction of your once dead flesh. Invigorating! Post-apocalyptic Metal Treehouse is a one-man sketch show. Written, produced by, and starring, Nathan Parrish. It is a Dead Man Dancing production, using music and effects from freesound.org and soundbible.com. Individual credits in the description. Follow us on YouTube at It's Dead Man Dancing, and on SoundCloud at Dead Man Dancing.